You're listening to the Pocketful Podcast, a safe place created for people like you and me to have conversations about things that matter without the fear of being judged or condemned. My name is Luke, and this is an episode in the series titled Our Story. There will be some details down in the show notes below, but basically, this is where we get to have a conversation with friends, our friends, and maybe get the chance to walk in their shoes for a mile or two. I'm excited to have you listen in, and I pray that you'll be blessed. So, let's go. Hi, welcome to the Pocketful Podcast. Once again, we have a very special guest, and it's none other than Deborah, right, from the Instagram page King Canvas. Am I saying that right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure many of you who are listening in have seen their content, who are blessed with their uh, TV, uh, IG reels, their, their different posts, and even their own podcast as well. Um, so yeah, thank you, Deborah, for coming on the show. It's an honor and privilege to share this virtual space with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but it's it's been really uh, surreal, right? Seeing all of these new um, Christian content coming in on social media and all that, and it's so I, I would say refreshing, right? To have uh, you know, a breath of fresh air coming into our feeds and, and we are able to be reminded of God's love or his goodness or his closeness to us, right? And all of those things as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's really encouraging to know that so many more people are more courageous to share about mm-hmm. their faith online. And yeah, it's edifying to one another and um, including yours, um, mm-hmm. Luke, um, your page. <laughs> Uh, I've been following it. I've been following the Pocket Food podcast, and you share your thoughts with so much conviction and grace. And I believe it really encourages the person on the other side of the screen, um, oh. listening. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> yeah, it really You're means a lot. Welcome. Um, yeah, so maybe for, okay, so I'm sure many people know about King Canvas, right? But maybe there are some who are still kind of new to that whole thing, right? Maybe you could tell a little bit about, you know, who you are, what you do, what's the the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, uh, hi everyone, once again, um, I'm Deborah, and I am... On a weekday, I am a content manager at a digital performance agency. And on the weekend, um, I am a host slash content creator on King Campus. So um, just to give you a little bit more background about, you know, how I started King Campus. um, Back then, I was at a place uh, in life where I felt that there were too many bad news out there and I was so brought down by hearing stories after stories of you know depression and suicide and I just felt the convictions that uh, the conviction that we as Christians have been keeping our testimonies too hidden and you know too close to ourselves whereas there are so many lost people out there that would be waiting to hear a message of hope 
and good news, you know. So um, with that, I told God that um, I want to take a leap of faith. And with that, um, slowly, step by step, he led me to start King Canvas as a platform where I just document and share my journey of faith in hopes to um, empower people with truth and love one conversation at a time. And along the way, I also realized that there are so many people around me with great stories and um, ideas to educate as well. So with that, I started producing the Pocket of Wisdom podcast, which is under King Canvas, to invite friends and working professionals from different walks of life to share their testimonies and topics of expertise as well, guided by Christian principles. And I do that because I believe that everyone has a pocket of wisdom to offer. And that includes you, everyone who's listening, and those who are not listening as well. So yeah, that's that's the story. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually really amazing because um, hearing, I think um, I remember seeing a on the, the one on YouTube as well where you mentioned uh, about the workplace. I think that's something that's really important, right? Because a lot of people think, you know, work is work, God is God, right? Or, or all those kinds of things. But you came yeah. and you kind of took it and said, hey, God can be in the workplace too, right? Um, and exactly. I think you had your dad on as well. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was really cool as well, seeing that dynamic. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's very true as well when you mentioned that there's the whole sort of surge of depression and anxiety on social media. And um, yeah, I think the whole testimony thing is, is a really powerful thing. So uh, thank you for, for, you know, stepping out in, in, you know, taking that leap of faith and uh, being able to share and, and encourage people as well. So yeah. yeah, praise God. And likewise, you as well. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So uh, for those of you guys who are listening in, you guys will already see the title, I guess. But um, basically what we're going to be talking about is something very chill, right? Something about, well, not really chill, um, but something that is kind of like a dialogue, right? About walking with yeah. God and, and just living mm-hmm. in his presence, right? Having his word always being instructing uh, always instructing our our walk of life um and so maybe we could start off with a question and so this is totally unscripted um but maybe the first thing we could maybe talk about is what is one advice a lesson that you've learned recently interesting a lesson that i learned recently hmm i think um maybe i can share one that i'm I'm learning to apply in the recent years. And that is, um, it sounds really simple, but it's something I'm always learning is that I can always, always come to God as a child. And that to me is really a gift because um, as adults, you know, we need to be confident or rather we are expected to be confident in our choices, especially Mm -hmm. at work, or especially when um, you're in a place of leadership where you're, you have the privilege to lead other people, you can't just sit there and say, I don't know what to do. You are supposed to have a solution and you're supposed to be quote, unquote, confident that it will bring a positive outcome. 
But when we come back to God, when we are in His presence, you know, while while we have His promises to hold on to, we don't need to have everything figured out. And it's it's really so counter culture because at work we we can't just say like let's just see what happens you know Lord I'm I'm just gonna trust that it's gonna work you know you can't just give this kind of command out there uh to your colleagues you know it wouldn't make sense they will be like excuse me like no we are supposed <laughs> yeah. to <laughs> yeah <laughs> you you can't just sit there and stuff like that but but when we come to God we you know He does not see us as an employee with right. who's here to report or he doesn't see us as the church lay leader here mm-hmm. to present solutions you know mm-hmm. and um i don't even need to have all the right words to say and he he does not call me employee child um what's that called um leader he calls me a child and all he wants at the end of the day no matter how young or how old i get in the future is my heart and he wants the most precious vulnerable part of me that i'm usually most protective of but with god i can learn to surrender i can learn to not be reluctant to open up you know about uh, what i'm fearful about i don't need to have it all together and i can trust that that's all God wants from me, you know. He wants to develop my relationship with Him, and it is through this um, consistent um, act of vulnerability before Him that I get the confidence to trust Him when I'm out there at work, when I'm out there um, leading people under my care or my department or whatnot. It is from that place, that secret place that I prioritize, that I get the confidence to be out there. Yeah. So I think that is something that I have been learning and I'm still learning to apply as I go on. Yeah. Wow. That's actually really powerful. Like that's so, I, I would think that's very scary as well. Like, right. Would it you is. say it's a, it's a scary place? Yeah. It definitely is because um, when this is our faith, right? And mm-hmm. when you take step of faith, you don't know the outcome. You oh, really yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah, so it really it really is a test of, you know, how much do I really want to rely on my own wisdom based on my own experience? Or do I want to trust a God who has it all figured out? Although I do not have any idea what that whole entire picture is. Right. Can I still uh do I still want to trust this God? And the answer that I'm learning to choose every single time is yes. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. With with lessons, there's always a time frame that, that fits in as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we are still in that time frame, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's really amazing. Yeah. And what about you? What is a lesson that you've been learning? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think for me... I've I've always grown up in a very scary environment, right? So there's a lot of things that I'm scared of, right? So I've always been an anxious mm-hmm. kind of guy. So I always pretend to be, you know, strong and, you know, brave and things like that. But like um, if you, you know, I, I could be scared of anything, right? So it's like bugs, ah, scared, right? Babies, ah, right. scared, right? So it can be anything, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and, and I think with that, God has been 
trying to show me like, hey, you know, you the the world is scary, right? That's that's a reality. It is scary at times, but um, you have me, right? I'm with you, and yeah. that should be enough. And I think that's that lesson of just being sufficient, right? He is sufficient. He is enough, and he's actually more than enough, right? And yeah, um, the different, especially now with COVID as well, right? There's just so much extra anxiety and fear that comes in. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, as well, for those people who are listening in, right, the day that we are recording this episode, there's a new strain of COVID, right? Yeah. And like everything mm-hmm. is, just, <laughs> you know, like we thought, like, yeah, vaccine's out. And then halfway, it's like, ah, joke's on you, right? You know? Yeah. Jokes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and I think with that as well, there's just a lot more fear. And you're like, okay, no, I need to step back. And, and take a bigger look at the picture. So not just focusing on, you know, COVID or the new strain, but what's the bigger picture? What is God uh, doing and where is he in this, right? And, and you realize yeah. that he's with us, right? His children, he's with, the, he's in control of the situation as well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's something that I've been learning. Still learning as well, right? Kind of like you as well. Still in the process. It's an ongoing process. I yeah. Think it oh. will continue to be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man. Um. But yeah. Thanks for sharing on that. Um. And I, I guess uh, maybe we can probably talk a little bit more on the. I think a, an aspect for for both of our stories as well is mm-hmm. patience. Right. You have to be patient in that learning process. Right. And yeah, I guess when it comes to patience, it's something that's very countercultural in our world now. It is. Right. It is. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like everyone's like, OK, instant now, now. Right. If you wait 10 seconds more. Right. You're going to or even five seconds more. You're, you're just like, oh, <laughs> right. Um, and so maybe uh, is it OK? I, I don't know if this is too personal a question, but what mm-hmm. would you say is uh, something that helps you to remain patient? in the process of waiting. Mm, that is a really good question. Um, I think, okay, I think, let me try to put it this way. Um, I think as Christians, we tend to, or rather for me, okay, I'll speak for myself. <laughs> um, uh, I tend to, I often live in two realities. Don't worry, guys, I'm still sane. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> That's good. That's but, good. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, the thing about being a Christian is that it doesn't give you a pain-free slash pain prevention gift card, you know, oh, yeah. um, and you don't get like, you know, God isn't your genie who is gonna like poof. I'm gonna just because you're my child, you got special privilege. I'm gonna give you this ten years in advance, you know, or or whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, um, that is not the reality we live in. Um, as long as we're alive, um, as long as life happens, as long as we put ourselves out there to love, to be loved, to take on new challenges, we are going to have to go through the process of pain or even to wait patience, which can be very annoying if there's a lack of a better but it can be it can be you know and um in the context of pain uh i think many at times it's so tempting to say that you know i have jesus with me so it doesn't hurt me um it's so tempting to say that 
you know, God is with me, so nothing out there can hurt me. Nothing out there is going to get to me. And, you know, Jesus is with us, but we are still human with feelings, you know. And numbing that pain does not make us strong. In fact, um, numbing those um, real feeling of like, sometimes we're just wondering like, why God, why is this taking so long? Isn't this part of your will as well? I'm praying according to what you want. And I've been waiting for, you know, years for this, you know, like this is what you want too. You told me to pray about this. Why isn't it happening? You know, and if we don't learn to be honest with God about these feelings, right? It will only, um, we are only masquerading it and it will slowly build resentment as well. And sometimes, you know, we would even feel like an imposter for saying like we forgive that person or that we are, we are okay with waiting. But like, um, if we don't learn to be honest, right, we are giving the enemy of foothold, I believe, to plant in lies in our head as well. And that is really dangerous, you know. So I think it takes great courage for us during this time of pain or being patient to really hold on to God in the sense of admitting uh, where we are at, you know, whether we don't have to feel weak when we get hurt. Uh, we don't have to feel weak when we have questions for God. Like, just because we are Christian, it doesn't mean that, oh, I got it, I'll figure it out. You know, I don't have questions. I know the Bible perfectly. You know, God, you got me, I got you. We're good kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but um, it is in the process of allowing the Holy Spirit to process our emotions with us. It's where we renew our mind as well. And it is a place where... God reminds us that, you know, His presence is a safe place for us to be at rest. And I believe it's really important because within this hurts are belief systems that we hold, our perceptions we carry. They are narratives of the situation that we're in, which may or may not be true, you know. And it's healthy to process all this with the Holy Spirit as well. And in doing this, the Holy Spirit helps us to understand ourselves and helps us to process um, even what we've been through in the past. And in understanding those parts of ourselves, we, it prepares us to handle, we, it prepares us for the future challenges that we face. That um, I think it trains us to handle future challenges with more grace and understanding as well. Yeah. Wow. You mentioned about how, you know, giving the evil one a, a foothold, right? That's that's actually a really powerful reminder mm. as well. Because it's so easy for us to just say, ah, you know, doesn't exist. No, it's not a it's not something that's uh, gonna yeah. affect me directly, right? Um I, I think I find it interesting as well when um the process of engaging uh, uh, so with patience there's the engaging of your bravery right and your courage and then also the other aspect that it engages as well is your resourcefulness right like what are you gonna do about yeah that thought in your head like oh okay i have to do something in the meantime i can't be wasting time i can't exactly be, you know 
So yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, I uh, think it's really tempting to mm-hmm. take matters in our into our own hands, and we tend to navigate towards the thought of Lord, um, let me. We don't say this, but let me help you out <laughs> in a sense. Yeah, yeah. We we don't say that, but we we sort of, uh, for a lack of a better word, come up with a plan and assume that. That is the plan that God wants us to take. Right. Yeah. And when when He has made it, sometimes yes. When we feel that um, God wants us to take a leap of faith, then yes. Mm-hmm. But if we are clear that this is something that we're supposed to wait, then we are to learn to l- learn to understand that waiting is not passive. Waiting right. is not. Um, you know, sitting there and looking at the floor and like just wondering um, what's next. But it's yeah. to actively press in to pray and to get in the Word and to to know that in the right time, um, God will tell us to do something or tell us to engage in whatever it is that He wants us to do. And any in, in any situation at all, the waiting is the time that God wants us to learn to trust Him and to learn to draw closer to Him as well. So I think the challenge in waiting is what are we doing during our waiting? Are we just sitting there ranting like, oh, who's me? Or, you know, that all this is happening or whatnot. Or are we um, actively in the Word praying? Are we taking that as an opportunity to draw closer to God? Such a that's just a really good reminder. Wow. Um, now moving on to the next uh, thing, right? About mm-hmm. I, I think when when looking at living a life with God, there's so much, so so many different facets, right? That comes into it. But yeah. maybe we could look at something that we enjoy, something that brings us fulfillment, right? So, what would you say is something that you right. enjoy about God the most? Mm, okay. Um. So I think one thing that I've really learned learned to treasure um, as I journey with God is that I learned to treasure good quality relationships because, because I've been loved well by God. Um, I think echoing what you shared earlier, right? As a young person, I had a an early understanding that nowhere is safe you know like people would say um stay at home or you know stay in school because these are safe places Mm. but because of certain things that i have personally experienced i i often ask back like is it really that safe though like i i personally don't think it is that safe right and in addition to that i also really had trust issues and because you know people have exposed some of my secrets sometimes or they have discounted the um, pain that I'm experiencing. Uh, But thankfully, thankfully, I grew up in a Christian household. So very early on, I knew that I could come to Jesus. Uh, But the thing is, for me, I, I learned to sort of shut myself out and it's just me and God against the world kind of situation, you know? But as I grew in life, um, as I learned to embrace how wholesome, consistent, and 
just God's um, unwavering love for me. Not only have I learned that God's presence is my safest place, I've also learned that He would like me to learn to be this safe place for other people as well. And I think, you know, as Christians, we're really so blessed to know that God really takes such good care of us. He is faithful. He's a promise keeper. He's our counselor. He's our provider. He's our friend. Like everything we need is found in Him. And, you know, that really teaches me, or rather I would learn from God how to be a good friend to those around me as well. For example, when I have a friend in need, do I really need to share my opinion or do I just need to hold space for him or her without judgment? You know, sometimes the way the way we do friendship and the way the way God loves us is it's different. Sometimes we just we just have our opinions, you know, and we just want to be like, hey, you know what? I really think that you should do this because A, because B, and because of what I personally experience. We tend to assume the situation of um, oh, yeah, our friend as well. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I have experienced this, so I know that, you know, all those kind of things, but we have not been in the shoes of our friend and how they grew up, how their frame of mind is formed, how they got to their current conclusion about things is so different from ours. And mm-hmm. sometimes the best thing we can do for that person for a start is just to hold space for that person. Yeah. Like the way the way God holds space for us. You know, I don't think he straight away convicts us pam 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 all the time, you know. I <laughs> yeah. don't think our heart will be able to handle that. Yeah. He really the Holy Spirit lets us know what we need to know in mm-hmm. his perfect timing, not all at once. Yeah. And I think this is something we can learn to apply for our friends as well. Like, you know, if let's say your friend wants to take on a challenge and you have a feeling that person is going to fail, let's be real. We <laughs> right. are internally, we are all, we have our own opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to encourage that person's deep of faith? Or do you just want to be like, you know, actually, I I don't think you should try that. You know, do you want to dampen that person's spirit? Or Mm -hmm. do you just want to encourage that person like, hey, if this is something you want to try, um, go ahead. And if it fails, I'll still be right here. I still think you are an amazing person. I still think that I, I see you in the process of figuring out where you need to be. And so, you know, even if you feel you are still a perfectly wholesome, loved human being, just as God loves you as you are. So mm-hmm. I will not place any, I will not come there and be like, I told you, right? I told <laughs> you not to do this, right? You know, <laughs> like, can we should really, I should also really learn to just hold my tongue and be like, oh, that didn't work out. Oh, that's okay. I guess you can try B, you can try C. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I believe, you know, that is also, also understand that this is that person's journey with God as well mm-hmm. um, and that the Holy Spirit will lead him or her towards mm-hmm. that decision and sometimes we just need to journey with that person 
Nice. Just side by side. Just be there as a friend. Mm. And even wow. if this person is a non-Christian, I still think that our role is to journey. I still don't think that we should be there to say, hey, this is the wrong way to do things. This is the yada yada. Yes, if it comes to like safety purposes and mm-hmm. um, moral related issues, but yeah. in other things, you know, can we really just learn to hold space for that person without judgment? Even if that person is a non-Christian, Like, can we really come alongside to help this person understand that we are there to love them despite their belief system, despite their differences from us, despite them possibly, you know, um, rejecting whatever we have to offer. Can we really discipline ourselves to understand that, hey, God is calling me to love this person first before anything else. And can we really learn to do that? For them, just as how God has loved us. Wow, it's it's very important. I think what you're 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 touching on a nerve that's really vital, right? And I think that's something that Christians often need to be reminded, right? And and we have to remind ourselves as well, yeah. right? Like, okay, stop it. <laughs> you know, like don't don't judge. You are so right. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'll be like, Lord, help me not to be annoying. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because, yeah, because the thing is, it comes from a good place. But, you know, it sometimes uh, when it comes to having an opinion, it needs to be said at a right time. Or sometimes, sometimes it doesn't even need to be said. Some things are should only be brought into prayer. You know, I really think that sometimes not everything needs to be said needs to be mm-hmm. corrected on the spot, so to say. Many right. at times, if we want to um, show up to love that person, every other aspect of it, we can still bring it there first and trust that in the process, the Holy Spirit is the one who will do the work. We Amen. don't need to help the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think that also engages in the previous one, right? About patience. Like you have to be patient. Yeah. Not, okay, I have to get it out now. I have to tell you now and all that. Yeah, that is self. That is self-control. We need yes. to learn self-control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's such a, a beautiful thing to remember and remind all of us, right? All of those listening and to two of us as well, right? To yeah. always be patient and have that. I think the other thing as well that you mentioned was belittling pain. I think that's something that's so hard right to deal with you know and um i think it's really beautiful to hear how god has you know taken you out of that and and sort of said like okay this is what you've gone through right it's hard it's it's tough but now you're you're growing and i'm i'm molding you into a you know woman of of after my own heart and and a woman that is learning to like value like you mentioned right value the right relationships and and the right way of doing relationships as well um and yeah i think that's really beautiful that's a that's a really great testimony to i'm sure there are many people out there who are struggling with that right whether they Mm -hmm. are doing the belittling right or they are being belittled as well i think that's a, a great encouragement to them um so yeah thank you for for sharing that um you're most welcome. And yeah. yeah, I really thank God. That is really a journey he took me through. So mm-hmm. yeah, all glory to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we're going to go on to uh, maybe another question uh, for, for maybe sure. both of us as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, maybe this one's kind of out of the blue. So uh, what is God's biggest gift to you? Like the, the, the best gift and the, the biggest one to you? 
<laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. Actually, the first word that um, the first word that comes to mind is something that we have also just discussed. So, um, <laughs> which is, I think, the biggest gift that um he has given to me is a safe place, which is why I treasure it so much. You know. I think, like you know, as we have just discussed, um, a lot of people have really um, good intentions, but then sometimes it comes off wrongly, and um, sometimes they they want to support, but you know, they may not know how to show that well. And honestly, honestly, um, I have learned to understand that it's not their fault. As well, because you know, if sometimes um, when God places something in our heart, we we can't expect everyone around us to understand. You know, our what we aim to do, um, what we want to achieve. That is something God showed to us, and that's precious. You know, but we can't expect like everyone around us to understand that as well. And I have learned to take that expectation off them. Um, not in a bad way, like you know, you don't know how to understand this, but in a way that um, to understand that God did not show them what He showed me. So how can I expect them to understand? And because they care for me, they share their fears as well. While when I see that fear, um, they sharing those fear to me, I'm like, do I really need to hear all this? You know. I can take it that way, but I understand that um, it comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of care as well. Um, so, with that being said, right, being able to, um, hmm, maybe I should say this. Um, knowing that um, nothing I do will ever um, mess up God's plan is a very It's a very comforting thing for me. Mm. It's a very reassuring thing for me yeah. that um, I can still come to God and I can tell Him exactly, um, exactly what I plan to do. When He tells me, sometimes you know, when we take a leap of faith, He doesn't necessarily give you all the answers. He just asks you to take a leap, you know. And to know that when I take a leap and fall, you know, God is still there, and He's not gonna be like, "Oh no, you messed up my plan. That's it," you know. What am I gonna do now? You, you know, you failure or this kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, he, it does not happen that way because God delights in the fact that we are taking that leap of faith, and that to me is a very precious assurance that I hold on to. And um, yeah, to know that that is all He ever wants from me. He wants me to to journey with Him. He wants me to be totally myself, even when other people around me are like. Mm, you know, they might have their opinions about that, but yeah, I can trust him to love me, and I can trust him to correct me. I can trust him to comfort me. I can trust him to provide for me. Like, what, what more can I ask for? And of course, the biggest gift is that in recognizing my own um, weakness, I'm all the more thankful for what he did on the cross for me. Wow. To know that, yeah, wow, yeah. all of these are covered, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like uh, sometimes when sometimes when God uh convicts us, right? Sometimes um we may not recognize our weakness until God like points it out, right? And sometimes 
when we recognize that, or rather me, like, when I recognize that, I'll be like, oh my goodness, Lord, you have known this about me this entire time and you did not drop a big stone on me. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you knew this ugly, so, so, so to say, ugly part of me this entire time. You chose to only reveal it to me now, but you have loved me the whole way. And that to me wow. is like, God, thank <laughs> you. Oh my goodness, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what about you? What is God's biggest gift to you? Oh man, um, it's somewhat in the same vein, but more towards the blessing of, of people, right? Um, yeah. But So I, I would say the biggest blessing that I've had is people that have walked alongside me. Uh, growing up, I've always been the kind of guy who's like, you know, I'm a lone wolf, you know, do this by myself, self-sufficient, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, I guess in the recent years, God has been humbling me and saying, okay, you can't, <laughs> you know, survive on your own. You're going to need somebody to come alongside you. Um, and so there have been various people who have come alongside me who have uh, been such a huge blessing. And I, I would honestly say I would not have been here um, in this place, uh, in this mm-hmm. stage of my life, uh, being who I am today, if not for them, you know, um, I, I would have been in a whole other place, <laughs> right? And, uh, I hear you. I yeah. love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's it's just being humble. And I guess in that sense, that gift has given me different sub-gifts, right? Like little mm-hmm. gifts in the gift, right? Um, so I've yeah. had help. I've had comfort, encouragement, um, but also the the gift of humility as well to remember like, okay, yeah, you have survived all this time on your own and all that kind of stuff, but now you're not, right? Now you really need yeah. to humble and remember, you know, hey, God is God, you're not, and you need help, you know? Um, so I think that's been a really big gift um, in my life. Sometimes it does get a bit difficult, right? For the people who are helping me or people who I am with, for me to accept help. But I guess that's just part of the process, right? Of just learning how to handle God's gift. I mean, it's with every gift, like, for example, God gives us money, right? Our yeah. our first instinct is, okay, hoard, you know, yeah. <laughs> keep everything, <laughs> save it in the bank, save it in FD, right? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, after a while, you realize God gives you these gifts so that you can be generous with it. You can love people through your giving and you yes. can take care of those, um, you know, those who are, who are less fortunate, right? Less privileged than, than us, um, which is something that I, I'm sure we all are learning as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, think, I think you brought up a really, really important point that mm-hmm. God, God living in community is God's idea. Oh, yeah. I, I resonate with you when you say, um, you know, you you grew up like as a lone wolf in the sense that it's me and you against the world, you know, that, that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely grew up that way as well. And along the way, like, I really felt God telling me, okay, it's time to be with people, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, huh? I thought it's me and you. Isn't that enough? Like <laughs> Jesus is all I need, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> what what's with other people? And he really um, taught me that communion with people is so important. And mm. it's, we get to learn from them. And like what you said, it's recognizing that 
you know, journeying alone uh, is not God's idea. And God uses the people around us to bless us. He speaks wow. through our friends as well. Yeah. And yeah, so, and relationships are difficult. Let's be real. But it is also the most rewarding thing that we can experience in life. Amen. And that in itself, learning to put yourself out there to trust other people, it's tough. But I believe uh, um it is something that God wants us to do as well, to mm -hmm. trust in the people that he has surrounded you with, not with the expectation that everything is going to be perfect, right. but um, it's in acknowledging that there are people who are going to fail. Um, they are vulnerable. They are um, people who are at different stages in life. Right. But it's in knowing that when we, um, when all of us fix our mind on the love of Christ, we can learn to reconcile with one another. We can learn to be there for one another, not needing the other person to be God for us because that's, mm -hmm. the, only, that's the duty that only God can do. We can't expect other people to be perfect, but we can trust that God can use them to be a blessing to us. And mm -hmm. that that is also a privilege to know that God wants to work through us, like yeah. Seriously, Lord? But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a beautiful it's a really rewarding journey as wow. well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Uh yeah, no, thanks for sharing on that. Um okay, so we have time for maybe one more question kind of thing that we can Let's dive go. in. Yeah. Do you wanna Okay, I, I can ask you then. Oh uh, maybe what's the what's the very what's an early lesson that you have learned? about Christ or in Christianity like what's your what's an early lesson oh wow early lesson oh boy <laughs> so the people who know me really know that I'm very forgetful so um earliest lesson I would say would be knowing that Jesus works in a very weird way right and, and I mean that in air quotes right he doesn't work like how we do like if you think about it one plus one is two right or yeah you know, like if you need more, mm -hmm. you will usually associate that with a bigger need, right? So bigger need, more resources needed for yeah. that need and so on and so forth. But if you look in scripture as well, Jesus sees a huge need in maybe someone who was crippled, right? In the New Testament, we see that. And then he just, you know, uses his words and it's okay, you know, and he's super crippled. And then for someone who's blind, he takes mud and, you know, he spits in the mud and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, shouldn't it be the opposite? <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> and, and you see the feeding of, you know, the, the multitudes and, and all those kinds of things. And so I think when I've seen him do that through the scriptures and also in my own life as well, how he doesn't work the same way we do. Um, and he incorporates all these extra stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah. in our lives. And it's like, why do you need that? Ah, yeah, okay, la, we just use that, you know. Like, oh, why yeah. do you need this? Why don't I have this this time? You used it the last time, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I think that's been a, a, a huge lesson, I guess, in the early years of me growing and understanding it. Though that and another would be that Christianity is like, real and it's true right it's not something that we create or something that we wish it's true or something that 
is real, but we can't prove it, right? It's like something that can be tangibly uh, given evidence, right? And it can be substantial evidence and things like that, um, where you go into apologetics and, and things like that. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. been uh, two of the biggest lessons that I've learned uh, growing up. Yeah. Well, what about you, though? Well, thanks for sharing. That's really interesting. It's true, though. God can use the weirdest things and the most random thing too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely true. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one of the earliest earliest aspect of God that I learned to understand is that He's really close to the brokenhearted, mm. and um, I think um when I was when I was young, I have always, to a certain extent, I've learned that I need to protect myself. I need to protect myself. You know, right. people around me are, you know, I, I can't fully trust them, you know, this kind of thing. So to have that, um, that release of knowing that I can be completely safe with God and that I can trust Him to take care of me, uh, I think that is one of the earliest things that... Um, I understood and that was also um, a turning point for me lah, to, to know that I don't need to be so overprotective of myself anymore that I can trust uh, I can trust God to show up for me you know in my time of greatest need and I was just sharing this with my life group members yesterday as well um, that I really it helped me to recognize that it is in those, God, because in the Bible it says God is near to the brokenhearted, right? And I think one aspect to why that's true is also because uh, when we feel hopeless in our situation, that's when we give up control. Wow. And it is when we give up control that we allow God to take charge. Because yeah. God is not someone who is going to snatch snatch something from us like, let me handle this. He won't do that because God gave us free will, right? Mm. So, um. I recognize that, you know, when we are brokenhearted, it's a time where we are really releasing all control. Like, you know what? I'm not going to control anymore. So God, please do. Please help me out. We are allowing God to intervene in our situation. Wow. You know? yeah. So, uh, yeah, I-, I learned that he is close. Sometimes he's close to the brokenhearted because it's a time where control is, um, we-, we don't try to control the situation, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I think that is something that I learned early in my life. Yeah. Wow. No, but thanks for, for sharing that as well. I think when it comes to protecting ourselves and sort of, it's so instinctive, right? To self, uh, the what self-preservation, right? That instinct yeah. to do that is so prominent in our lives. And mm-hmm. we have to, you know, it, it's such a reflex for us. Like, oh, dangerous. You know, we have to protect ourselves and, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's really, yeah. Thanks for for sharing that as well. Um, but yeah, okay. So thank you for for coming on the podcast. It was such a a great privilege to talk with you. Um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Um, but maybe is if there was one thing you could tell, just just a last quick one, right? One last thing you could encourage uh, anyone listening in. What would you say to them as an encouragement? Hmm. Wow. Let me see. Um. Yeah. So. Um. I think my final words would be that. Um. To remember that uneasiness isn't always a sign of 
regression. In other words, if you're feeling um, uh, the feeling of uncertainty or the feeling that God is far away, it doesn't necessarily mean you're backsliding. Sometimes wow. you may feel that way because you have taken a leap of faith. And we should rest in knowing that that act of faith pleases God. And on the flip side, we should also remember that being an intellectual doesn't necessarily mean you are drawing closer to God. If we ever come to a place to think that I know God so well, then we need to watch our pride because God can and will surprise us. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think either way, you know, as you grow in Christ, and even if you are unpacking your doubts, which is perfectly fine, never question the love of God for you. You know, whether you have been away for a long time, or maybe you have been a child of God, faithfully serving, but yet you feel unseen. Rest in knowing that you are fully known, fully loved by God. And if there's anything you take away from this episode, I hope that it would be this. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a great note to end on. That's really powerful stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. So um, you have been listening to Deborah from King Canvas. And so uh, this has just been a, a really great time. And thank you again, uh, you know, Deborah, for, for coming on. And, you know, You're it's... most welcome. Yeah. It's really yeah, a it's, privilege. And uh-huh. I have learned so much from you as well, Luke. Oh, so thank you. I, yeah. Yeah. And I'm from, I've learned so much from you as well. And so for those of you guys listening in, if you guys haven't by some chance, right, have not seen uh, King Canvas on Instagram or have not listened to her podcast, uh, Pockets of Wisdom. um, Did I say that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, And so, (laughs) um, uh, yeah. And so uh, if you haven't listened to them and all that, no worries. Their info will all be in the show notes down below, uh, whether you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so on and so forth. That's all we have for you today. But as always, take care. God bless. And don't forget to have a pocket full of grace wherever you are. Bye.